right. Okay, guys, we're here with Lucas among the stones. So um, for those who don't know you, who you, who you are, just uh, tell us a little about yourself. Well, I started group training or learning about group training back in 2019. Okay. Uh, I learned from many different sources, such as Strongman. Uh, Dennis Rogers was actually like uh, my biggest inspiration. Um, yeah, I, I started, amazing. yeah, I started dabbling around with the grip. Uh, by doing just uh, kettlebell farmer's walks. And now I, I pretty much switched to like uh, specific implements. So, yeah. Okay. What implements are you liking the most right now? Uh, mostly I'm using, well, I have this um, uh, four inch pipe. I use it with uh, both hands. Uh, well, I only do like deadlift motions. I don't do any like, uh, I don't do grippers at the moment. I don't do uh, hangs or anything, just deadlifts. Uh, okay. I have a rolling handle uh, from Strength Shop. I have uh, uh, two hubs, but I don't really use them because for me, they're painful. Um, I have two pinch blocks. One is like uh, around five centimeters. Others okay. like eight. Um, yeah, I mean, mostly that, I guess. Yeah, I find the hub painful too if I bend my thumb at all. If I do that crook where you yeah. kind of wedge your thumb against it that's a lot more painful than doing you know just the claw grip but of course with the claw grip you can't get nearly as much weight so it's yeah i guess I, I, i've seen juju move with use the technique and he he pretty much says it's always it's always like you know claw claw it like that but for yeah. me it doesn't work really. plus i have I an know, injury my finger a little bit i don't know if you can see it yeah but it's a little bit like so that finger really hurts when i have so, yeah. Oh, so it made you want to get into grip? Well, um, not being able to lift a hundred kg deadlift when I knew I could, but you yeah. know, just I couldn't grab it. And overall, just seeing seeing these feats of strength, as I said, like Dennis Rogers, uh, just seeing what he does, it was was crazy, man. That really got me into grip. Yeah, me too. I grew up uh, really into like the big strong dudes, um, you know, like Brian Shaw's, Adrenus Savickas, those monster guys. And um, I wanted to, of course, be like them. So grip was the only way that as a normal sized human, I could do anything really cool, yeah. <laughs> you know. So I thought, hey, if I'm going to tear a deck of cards in half or bend some steel, I better get into grip. That's kind of what I thought about it. I wanted to get into it for that reason. Yeah, I mean, people say you're, you're only as strong as your grip. So, I mean, yeah. And you don't need a lot of weight for a grip. So that, that's also a benefit. Yeah, that's true. It was really good to jump on board doing it during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. For sure, yeah. You didn't have to buy a whole gym just to get into it. That's cool. Yeah, so, you can um, make, make a lot of, uh, what's that? No, I mean, and with grip, I mean, you can, you can either buy the tools for, you know, pretty cheap for in most places. I mean, or you can just make them your, yourself you know oh yeah and, we uh, made a ton of stuff yeah for sure yeah a lot of people make their own axles just out of pipe i mean that's easy peasy you know you said yours was a four inch did you make that yourself well it was just a pipe like just we found in my uh grand grandpa's garage and uh, yeah. it was just a pipe it was longer we just cut it i grinded off the rust and then you just weld a little ring to, to attach the carabiner and that's it really Oh, perfect. There you go. Yeah. Four inches, man. That's pretty, that's stout. That's huge, 
huge pipe yeah, like, there. I, it's like this for me. You know, my, yeah. my hands are small, so it's like, yeah. Yeah, that's tough having small hands and grip. I don't have super small hands, but I have really short fingers and a bigger palm. So any fat bar stuff winds up being more like a pinch lift for me. Oh, yeah, me too. Like my, so my right hand and my, well, my fingers are pretty much the same length, but my my left palm is a little bit longer. So yeah. I know you can see it, but yeah, it's like 7.1 inches. I measured my right and 7.3 is my left. So yeah, not, not too good for grip, I guess. Hey, the smaller hand guys are supposed to be really good at the hub, though. So I, I think we're supposed to be doing better at that than they say we're doing. I guess we should. So you guys I, like I love a, fat bar the most. So. What's that fat bar you like the most? Yeah, but, I, but I'm the worst at it. So. Oh, well, that's okay Sucks. to like what you're the worst at. You get, get better at it that way. Yeah, um, have you seen Tim Livingston? Uh, Timmy on um, Instagram, T-I-M-M-E-H. Oh, Ted, yeah, Timmy. I, I, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, looks, he, uh, his hubbing is quite up there. It's pretty crazy. I'm, yeah. I'm actually really amazed by his car there. He's, he's like, like equips gloves. He wraps it around with like tape, and and still, you know, there's a car just like nothing. That's the most impressive thing from him. Yeah, he, he tears them covered in dish soap or whatever. It's just crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just tore through a deck of uh, Mavericks the other day for the first time. I'd torn the really cheap, like, dollar store ones. And then I got some Mavericks and tore through those. And that was just a lot rougher, man. I still have mm. I still have tape on my hand from it, from tearing up the webbing in my fingers. So, yeah, I've never tried tearing, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> Once you get the technique, it's just all conditioning the skin. It beats your hands up. Yeah, same, I think it's... It's kind of similar with bending. I think it's really, really tough on, on, on your skin and everything. That's why they use the, the wrappings. Yeah, for sure. And even with the wraps, you see guys that are going for big stuff, like tear up their middle fingers and whatnot. Uh, Josh Goldthrope just went for a gold nail and tore up his middle fingers going for that. I think he'll get it, though. Honestly, I think he'll be the first person to get the gold nail. Is that like a, a recent like new certification because i've seen the red nail but like golden i've never seen one yeah gold's been around for a while just nobody's gotten close to doing it yet mm. yeah it's uh eight it's over eight inches long like eight and three eighths inches long and it's a three inch inch uh steel so it's you know really thick and strong as heck um but the length yeah. is the horrible part it's being able to get back there with your arms out here as opposed to out here it's easy to get back there with your arms here but when you bring them out here you have to have crazy upper body flexibility and then having power think, from that spot is really tough oh i would think you know the longer the better no no you would think because you get more leverage but the yeah. longer it is the more flexible you have to be the more you have to pull your hands back so it's tough it's just tough to get into the position for it mm. yeah i find like uh six and a half inches about the sweet spot i've never tried it. i can't i can't comment on that so I yeah yeah, bending's crazy. Have you ever thought about giving that a shot? I don't know. I've I've like I've never been in anything like nails or anything, but I've tried, you know, like these little metal pieces, whatever, you know. And I've tried one with with uh, that was a little bit more difficult. And you know, I I actually had to commit. Like you can't just explode into it. I figured you, you have to like actually commit and actually 
keep squeezing and, and the my arms were absolutely sore after that so yeah absolutely it's really tough yeah it's a whole body thing man if you don't commit to it it'll just it hurts more if you don't commit of course because you don't get the bend it's gonna come back and put all that force back into your hands it's brutal yeah, I honestly don't like, I don't do too much of the big bends. I do a lot more of the grip focused bends. So a lot of the wrist focused ones and oh. those kind of bends. Those are pretty cool. I like those. I so, might give it a try later on. Yeah, absolutely. You got to give it a try at least once. Every gripster has to try it. I think it's like more and more towards the dark side of grip. Like a lot of guys don't want to try it because it's, you know, a little bit crazy, a little bit, you know, you can get an injury from it pretty easy. So, yeah. I well, definitely. I, I'm, I'm, even if I tried, I probably am not strong enough. Like I'm not. I'm not. You know, the usual like the usual beast you interview. You know. Well, you know, the thing is, you don't have to be that strong to bend. That's the crazy thing. We just saw a guy get a red nail that weighed 64 kilograms. He was a small guy, and uh, it's possible. It's it's a huge amount of technique. There is so much more technique in bending than there is in anything else I've tried in grip. Yeah, it's absolutely big, big technique. I know there's like uh, Derek Graybill, who's up there at the top of the world now. When he was like 14, he was bending like bastards and red nails and whatnot because he, mm. he was just trained by the best people. He had really good benders around him. So he learned the proper technique really young and boom, get it done. Grippers are a little bit the same way. Uh, a little bit. Of course, you still have to be really strong in your hands to close the big ones. Yeah, I have I have my grippers. I don't do them right now, uh-huh. but my best one is 1.5. So okay. nothing crazy, but you know, I started I I started while not even being able to budge the one. So it's progress, you know. But yeah, right that's now, huge yeah. progress. How close are you on the number two? Uh, well, you see, I like to sort of say master master the weight and then okay. move on. So nice. once I am good at the 1.5, once I close it, you know, every single time for, and I can hold it, then, yeah. Cause, cause it, uh, my, from two to the 3.5, I have all those and they're still in the back. I don't want to, you know, <laughs> I want to save them. Yep. Absolutely. It'll be a long time before that three and a half comes out. I don't know how that one is. Yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> if I, it, you know, I might as well, you know, if I bought some, I was like, I was thinking, no, might as well get all of them, you know. Just yep. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. When I first got them, they didn't even have the uh, the half ones. They just had one, two, three, and four. Oh, so, man. Uh, I, can't, I can't imagine that. I was able to uh, work up to a two on the old ones, but the gap between the two and the three was just, it was just insane. I have no idea how the guys way back in the day were able to do that. It's so impressive. We talked to yeah. uh, one of our interviews is with Ben Edwards, who um, he got to the three way back before there was a two and a half. And he just said it was just closing the two every day over and over and over and over again all the time. Like he took it to work with him. He was just closing it constantly. And that's what got him to the three. And back in the back then, that was it. It was just volume training. Now we have ratings and grippers in between and, and a lot more tools to get it done. But yet, you know. We all want to say, oh, I can't close the three yet. But, boy, we have a lot more tools to do it than they did. Yeah, sure. I'm thinking about Magnus Samuelson, how, how he progressed to the four. That's that's even more crazy. Yeah, I don't even – I don't know his progress on how he went from where he was at to the four 
Because as far as I know, like they gave him the gripper and he closed it a couple times. So his grip training, it'd be neat to find out more about that. Yeah, that guy's a monster. So what has it yeah. been like in Lithuania growing up with uh, Big Z being your guys' strongman? Oh, man. I mean, I, I've never met him. I've never met yeah. him. But, yeah, I mean, every, everyone knows him. He has yeah. multiple gyms here in Lithuania. I mean, yeah, he's, he's still breaking records. He's still competing, winning. And, I mean, I don't, honestly, I don't ever think uh, that there's going to be anyone like him, honestly. Yeah, I don't think so either. Has he uh, affected like strength culture in Lithuania? Do you do you see more people train because of Big Z, or do you think that's like something he's influenced people? I don't know. I mean, I'm, he influenced me. I can yeah. tell you that. There you go. But, I mean, Absolutely. he has his own gyms. People go to yeah. his gyms. So, I mean, uh, and there there are other actually that are uh, there's a whole uh, strongman gym. Here in Vilnius, and oh, wow. I mean that's cool. Yeah, it's cool, and he trains there, and there are other uh, you know top level Lithuanian strongmen also train there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's it's got to be a big focus in your guys's culture, man. With Big Z and Vitalis Lawless and a few other guys that just went way up to the top, it's got to be you know pretty cool. Is he on TV a lot and celebrated a lot? Um, I guess a little bit less, but I mean, uh, on, on one TV channel, pretty much every, well, I'm not, I'm not sure if every week I don't watch TV that much, but, uh, there, there are these, uh, strongman shows where he and some other guy, he's not a strongman. I don't know the other guy's name, but, uh, he and uh, big Z, uh, pretty much commentate on events. And so, yeah, he, he is, he is in the media still. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. We really don't in the U.S. We really don't celebrate our strongmen as much as we should. Probably, um, they don't get anywhere near as much attention as you know our uh, ball players do. You know. Oh yeah, same here. Basketball is like our number one sport here, so everyone's yeah. crazy about basketball. Uh, everybody's crazy about basketball. I would think that strongman would be a big deal over there with uh, Big Z, but it's basketball, huh? Yeah. Oh, oh, like. Strongman's nothing compared to that, really. I mean, yeah, that's how it is over here, too. Everyone like celebrates Big Z, but no one really cares about strongman. It's kind of, it's kind of oh, like okay. That. I see. So he's his celebrities kind of exceeded the sport a little bit. I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. So what's uh what's your favorite piece of equipment that you have in your home gym? Uh, right now. Well, I have a oh, I forgot to mention. I have a a bowl that's like it's, it's a wooden bowl, just uh, regular. It's I don't know. It's like it's also pretty wide, like maybe nine centimeters diameter. But uh, yeah, I, I I really love that, and I love I love the pipe, the the four inch pipe. I don't know. I just love open hand stuff. You know, it makes my fingers feel like just crazy sore. Yeah, for sure. That open hand stuff is tough too. If you have smaller hands, that's that's where to go, man. That's gonna make a big difference for you for sure. I always tr- struggle with like three inch pinch instead of two inch. I love the two inch pinch, but man, when you get out there to three inch pinch, it torques my wrist and it's just wild. But the more you practice that, the better you're gonna get at that. Yeah, I so, have a the wide inch block that I use. It's it pretty much it's a finger lift. Like I can't, I can't jam my fingers into it it's a finger lift for me so i don't use 
a lot of weight for it. Yeah, that's how I am on a lot of the wider pinch blocks. I can't wedge my I can't wedge my knuckles over it or anything like that. So it's all fingertips. But you know, fingertips is huge if you have smaller hands. You can start really rocking like the the pinch implements, the hub implements, those kind of things that make a big difference for sure. I think the big handed guys start to have trouble with things like grippers and things that are a little bit more finesse, more fine. Yeah, for sure. But of course, you know, they destroy on the inch dumbbell. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, for, for someone like Mark Felix, I mean, an actual is just a regular barbell, you know? Yeah. I've seen his hands on an inch dumbbell and it's just crazy looking. Just wrap his hand around, get his thumb onto his, you know, onto his freaking first finger and tuck it over. He can almost yeah. hook. He could probably hook grip an axle. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. I think he measured his hands. It was like he's above ten, above ten inches. Yeah. So yeah, it's crazy. crazy. A lot of the top guys in grip are pretty big dudes. Him, um, Carl Myerskoff, Lane Snook. They're all like, well, he's only six four, but the other guys are like six six or taller. Um, just monster dudes. And it's crazy. The guy that's right there competing with them, Tanner Merkel. I don't know if you follow too closely on all the guys, but Tanner oh, Merkel yeah, has yeah. won Kong three years in a row. He's only like about six foot tall, maybe five, five eleven, five ten, but he's and two hundred twenty pounds. Wow. Oh yeah, I know. He's like doing these calisthenics feats, you know, on on various grip tools, you know, front levers, one lever, one arm pull ups, and yeah, I know. Yeah, I follow him. Yeah, it's wild especially his body weight. Yeah, he came in, I think he came in pretty light though from the climbing world. He came in at about 80 kilos and now he's just blown up to about 100 kilos and he's still still beating everybody. Yeah. Yeah, the, another guy young, just right? He is, yeah, he's young. He's under 30 for sure. Yeah, so he has he's... a long ways to go. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's going to set the mark for quite a while, for sure. Yeah, those guys, we get a few guys from climbing that are just amazing. Joe Hodgson from Australia is another big one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he actually, just... Uh, well, Joe Hodgson is actually kind of the reason why I'm here, you know? Yeah. It's like I've seen him live the golden potato, and I've talked to him. He, he's like my he's like the inspiration. He, he was like one of the friendliest guys. I've DM, okay. right? And he was like, uh, he kind of encouraged me to post on Instagram. I was like, sure, why, why not? You know, I'm gonna try it. Then I then I found that you know he lifted the golden potatoes. I'm like, what is this? I found I found your your Instagram, and then I was like, I was I just got interested in it, and I wrote you, and here we are. That's awesome. Yeah, Joe's a great guy. He uh he's helped us with quite a bit of uh, knowledge and training for sure. Yeah, absolutely. He and he is just amazing. His strength is just absolutely crazy in grip. So that's that's pretty cool to see. Pretty cool to follow. You know what he's doing and where he's at with that. So for sure, All he's right. pretty much like runs the show down there in Australia now. So yeah, also, um, go ahead. Oh, sorry. What were you gonna say? Go ahead. Oh, no, I, I was just going to mention a few other guys like Arto Yaron, and I don't know if you know him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Arto, yeah, so for he, sure. Yeah, he's he's like, he's like very, very brute. You know, he's just, he like takes the weight and just, you know, rips it off. 
yeah, whatever you absolutely. whatever action, whatever. You know. Yeah, I've heard some cool stories about him. Uh, he has kind of a personality like that. He's a bigger than life dude, from my understanding. He's pretty excited dude. That's cool. They did um, one of the big world championships over there in Finland, and a lot of the guys from the U.S. got to go over there and meet them and hang out. I've heard a few stories about Arto, and yeah, man, he has been in this scene for quite a while. So, um, who is your favorite gripster that you're following right now, or who's the um, top guys that you you know you follow and you try to take training advice from, or follow and try to model yourself after? I mean, honestly, I follow. I try to follow like the grip community is so close. Uh, I feel like you need you can learn something from everybody. But like Harry Talonen, Arthur Yaron, and uh, Joe Hodgson. I mean, Tanner Merkel, Adam Glass. Jed Johnson, I mean, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, even the strongman, even the strongman. And I mean, I don't really see, um, or I don't know if I'm even following him on Instagram, but uh, Dennis Rogers, um, Yves Gravel. Yeah, Yves Gravel is actually uh, pretty, you know, I guess relatable, you know, also has small hands. So, yeah, lifted the inch dumbbell, you know, it's inspiration. Yeah, what Eves can do is absolutely incredible. Just just nuts. Some of the climbs that he's pulled off, just absolutely nuts. Yeah. And the fingerboards that are, you know, six millimeters or whatever, and he's pulling himself up on that, that's just crazy. I can't even imagine being able to lift myself on six millimeters. That's just nuts. Yeah, also, uh, do you know Magnus Midbow? Uh-uh. So he's like, uh, well, I, I learned about him from Juju Mufu. Uh, okay. So pretty much he's like, uh, Magnus is like a world, world-class world uh, climber also. And he does also these fingerboards. He, he did a, a one finger, I think it was pink. I'm not sure which finger, but one finger uh, pull-up, uh, one-hour pull-up. So yep. he does also crazy stuff also. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, I follow the, um, have you heard of the Italian butterfly, Tazio? Tazio uh, Biondo, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. His his pinky finger pull ups are just, it's just crazy to see. His his fingers must just be uh, so conditioned. Oh yeah, he does a lot of pull ups. So he has like does like hour hangs or even ten. I don't know. No, he just hangs there. Yeah, I don't a think there's anybody that's close to his level when it comes to that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, um, what's your big goals in grip? Where do you plan on going with grip? Well, I mean, eventually, of course, I'm going to go back to the grippers. I really want to close the three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really want to uh, double overhand deadlift, uh, like, well, over 200 kilos. Right now, it's 160. I can deadlift 160 with double overhand. Uh, fat grips. I have fat grips. So with fat grips, I'd like to do deadlift, like, I don't know, 140, maybe 160. You know, like... I have I have big goals. I have big goals. I have a long way to go, but uh, I believe in myself. You know, with time, I'm, I think I'm gonna get it. Absolutely, I agree 100, percent man. Yeah, you're right. That the hands make a big difference. Me and my brother deadlift the same weight um, on a bar, roughly, right about the same weight. I might be just a smidge above him, tiny bit maybe, but on an axle. Um, Way back in August of last year, he was already doing 140 kilos, and I haven't hit that mark yet. I'm I'm at like uh, 138 right in there, and he hit 140 a long time ago, and he's already way past that. 
but I can lift as much as him. So it's just he's got eight and a half inch hands. Man, that's a big help. <laughs> yeah, but how, how does that work? You know, brothers, one brother, you know, has a way larger hand. You know, that's that's weird. He's a Maybe younger he's sibling. Out. That's how it always works. The youngest siblings wind up huge. <laughs> I think that's the case. Yeah, I guess. So, um, what's your greatest achievement you think you've had so far in the gym? Greatest thing you've accomplished? Honestly, I think the the one sixty kg uh, double overhand deadlift. I think, yeah. you know, knowing how that was my first obstacle, you know, not even being able to lift one hundred, lifting one sixty was like, yeah, it felt really good. That's awesome. Was that just on a regular power bar? Oh, just yeah, regular I guess bar. Not not a deadlift bar. Not not a deadlift bar. Yeah, that makes a difference. It's it's you get you get more on a deadlift bar with double over for sure. So I think oh, it's yeah, tougher it's to do it that way. It's a stiff bar. Yeah, it's very stiff. Yeah, bar. yeah. When I um, I did double over on a deadlift bar and I did three eighty five, the same time that I was doing, like three thirty five on the normal power bar. So I got like 40, 50 pounds out of the deadlift bar. So yeah, it yeah, sure we, makes a big difference. Yeah, our gym doesn't didn't have them. So we it's yeah, like I don't have one in my home gym. Time. I happened to just be luckily I traveled to a gym that had one, and I was like, well, I'm gonna give it a shot, see what happens here, and got a decent amount more weight. And I was surprised. Yeah, they really do help help you get the weight for sure. I think they're thinner or not or not. They're thinner, like, yeah, and you can pull a decent amount more before the weight actually comes off the ground. Mm. So they'll start bending at like, I don't know, 100 kilos and the bar's already bending. Yeah, I never try that, but yeah. Yeah, maybe even a little less. I think I saw some people lifting like 90 kilos and the bar was bending. So it's a pretty neat experience for sure. Um, mm -hmm. My heaviest deadlift was on a 10-foot wide bar called a mammoth bar. And that was just crazy weird to deadlift on. But it was fun. That was at our first strong. We did our first strongman contest this year, and uh, it was a fun show. I didn't get zero in any event. That's what made me happy. I just, I just didn't uh, want to show up and and look like an idiot. <laughs> yeah. So, is the mammoth bar the same as like an elephant bar, or is it like longer? Or... Yeah, I think it's one foot longer than an elephant bar, but oh. very similar. All right. All right. Yeah, Some people think it's close. like easier than than the regular bar. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, some people say it's easier. Some people say it's harder. I think it depends on your lifting style, for sure. For me, yeah. I, I don't know. It felt about the same. I don't think I lift heavy enough weight for me to notice a big difference. Mm. What's yeah, your max? Make, uh, max deadlift, 422 is the most I've done. On the trap bar, I've done 460. I'm right. hoping to hit 500 this year. That yeah, that's, cool. that's a nice goal. Yeah, 500, yeah, that's a nice goal. Yeah. Well, I figure if I can lift 500 on a deadlift bar, then I can lift 300 on an axle every day. Yeah. Yeah. Cause then it's just like, uh, then it's just kind of a warm up. It's not really pushing yourself at all. So that's what I've heard from some, from a lot of the guys that do grip that train it regularly, like every day is they, they get their regular lifts to where their grip lifts are only going to be 60% of that. Oh yeah. I mean, even even Danner Merkel, I've, I've I think he failed uh, in Arnold or something somewhere. I'm not sure, but I think he failed to lift because of his you know, overall body strength. Like his grip was there, but 
but his body strength wasn't there. I believe so. That's what happened to Joe Hodgson, from what I understand, with his inch dumbbell. Oh. Is he was he was picking up the inch dumbbell all the time with one hand, and that's you know, 170 pounds, that's 80 kilos roughly, close to. Um, and yeah, if you you only have maybe 160 kilo deadlift, or maybe not even say 140 kilo deadlift in one hand, you're lifting more than half of that all the time. You're gonna hurt yourself. Yeah, yeah. And that was part of what hurt him is he didn't have his overall body strength up there. Yeah, it's it's a tough balance to train your overall body and your grip at the same time. If you have, like I found a lot of guys, like here in the Northwest, we're getting we're starting the grip contest, and a lot of guys that do really well are guys that come from a background of strongman or powerlifting or something. They already have this huge foundation. They get into grip, and they just tear it up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you can always try to, you know, use the hardest possible equipment, or I guess it, it can carry over a little bit to the other ones, the easier ones. Yeah, I would think so. I think it does. Um, I think two and a half inch axle carries over to two inch axle for sure, you know. And I think that the, um, like the bigger Saxon bar probably carries over to the small one pretty well. So does the Saxon bar feel uh, like different to like regular pinch block or is it, or is it just pretty much two handed pinch? I guess with the weight being out on the side a little bit, it does torque maybe the the pinky side of your hand a little more than a pinch block might just a tiny bit. And you might Mm. feel it a little more in the wrist on this side. Um, I notice after a lot of like three inch Saxon lifting, I'll feel it more in my wrist over here. Um, Especially if it's cold. It's cold out there and you put the weight down, you know, it shocks through your hands kind of a little bit. That's, that's why I'm inside today. I'm almost never do these interviews outside of the garage, but it's something like, I don't know, 20 degrees out there right now. So mm. that's not fun to just sit there. If I'm working out, that's fine. If I'm moving around, that's fine. But if I'm just sitting talking to somebody, I don't want to be in that weather. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm lucky that you're in, not in Cali. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I'd rather train in the cold or the heat. I wouldn't want to train where it's real hot, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, in the garage, if you have AC, I guess. But, I mean, yeah, if you're working, if your gym is, like, outside or, or you have no AC, yeah, yeah, it's, it's worse. You just have to just chug water and, and hope you don't collapse. Yeah, I think it was, wasn't last year's World's Strongest Man. I think it was the one before, or maybe it was last year's, but it was, like, 114 degrees where they were at. Yeah, it was down in California. Uh, What is that in Celsius? I have no idea. It's really hot. (laughs) Let's see. Yeah, man. So, like, I mean, if it's like 45 degrees, 46 degrees. Oh, man. That's, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so that's how hot it was down there when they were doing a strongman. One of them collapsed. And then up here in Washington, we got up to that high. We got up to 100, 117 or something, so like 47 degrees up here in Washington. Ugh. And it's normally nowhere near that hot. And it was just brutal. It was horrible. Yeah. I mean, if, if it's cold, you can at least, you know, you can always, you know, bring a scarf, bring a sweater, you know, everything. 
you can make it hard. When it's hard, you can't do shit. You know? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, what are some unique? Uh, do you have any unique grip implements that you've gotten a hold of, uh, gotten your hands on, or gotten a hold of that are different than uh, the normal implements you see? I mean, not really. I don't think so. I mean, most of them are. Oh, well, actually, I have a a sidewinder. That's not really unique. Oh, that's I guess, cool. But yeah, I, I I really like it. Yeah. Not that's not. Nice. Yeah. I don't really see many people using it, but it's awesome. Yeah, I never see anybody using the Sidewinder. I've, I've heard of it, and I think I've seen uh, a couple videos of it. That's the one where you twist it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, and the, like there, there's resistance enough for, like, literally Mark Felix, everybody, you know. Everybody can progress with it, I believe. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, a lot of people collect a ton of hammers to do that same kind of motion or whatever, and you I actually have a can't even do the same. And it's... It takes a ton of equipment to get there. I don't. I, I use um the grippito, the thing that looks like a torpedo. Oh yeah, I've I seen stick it in a yeah. bucket of sand and I twist that for the same kind of motion, and that yeah. works pretty good. So, if you were going to start your training over again, what would you do different? Oh man, well, I would do a lot different. I mean, I started off like I, you know, I started seriously training in nineteen. But I kind of started going to the gym, you know, on and off and doing this, you know, bullshit workouts since I was 16. So I would really, you know, start seriously from 16 and, you know, start implementing grip from from the very start. Definitely. You know, for sure. And how old are you now? I'm 21. Okay. So, yeah, five years of, of consistent grip training would definitely have you in a different spot than you are now. For sure. Yeah. And when COVID hit, I mean, it's not like I, I've trained since 2019, you know, religiously. When COVID hit, I I just simply, I gained a bunch of weight and I just just lost track, you know, couldn't go to the gym. Yeah. Didn't have the grip implements that I have now. And it was, it was like, it was a pretty bad moment for me. But now I'm back, you know, progressing. That's good. Yeah, that's huge. So um, what's your goal for this year? What do you want to hit this year? Oh, man. Actually, I want to make this year the best year of my life. You know, I have big ambitions for this year. I really want to – right now I'm training. I'm doing this volume block, right? So I'm just okay. not doing any intensity. I'm trying to build up that volume. And maybe on the second uh, second half of the year, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really start going, you know, start progressing, really. That's smart. That's huge. That's actually what we're adding in this year is volume. We did nothing but sort of strength last year, just a lot of doubles and triples, hit heavy weight and then recover. Um, a lot of times sleeping and eating last year, just because, you know, your body can't adapt to being in the gym that often that quickly. So now, now we do a lot more volume in our sets, um, getting a bunch more reps. And I think that's helping definitely more sore than uh, last year. <laughs> sore all the time but you know the body adjusts to that pretty quickly like my back i can literally do like 20 sets of pull-ups you know max reps every day and it's fine you know my grip if i do like a few sets of max it holds my next day my fingers are just screaming you know like i get on the pull-up bar and just like i don't want to be there you know yeah oh yeah absolutely we just did a 
pulls with a two inch bar. So not like an axle, just a two inch handle. It's about like this long hooked up to a loading pin. And uh, I got 414 or 413. Um, I wanted to get 200 kilos. I went for 460, which was like, what, 205 or something. And uh, 210. Yeah, it'd be about 210. Uh, so I went for about 210 kilos and missed. Um, it slipped out of my hand. And man, the next day, my hands were so toasted from the, the weight just sitting on them. It's crazy. So I understand why I've seen a couple guys that can deadlift like 700 pounds pick up the inch dumbbell the first time they ever tried it. Yeah, yeah, they're crazy beats. I mean, do you know, um, do you know Badir uh, and Khaled, Jashel? Yeah. Those guys. Yeah. Never done grip, just comes and picks up the Millennium Dumbbell for like three reps or something. No. Yeah, Khaled's a monster, though. I mean, just an absolute monster. I don't, I don't know where they found that guy, but he is just probably he was probably on a farm carrying a cow or something, I imagine. Because he he's just yeah. unbelievably strong. Uh, he came out of nowhere and was closing the three and a half gripper and getting close on the four. And it doesn't even didn't even look like he knew how to set them that well when he was closing those grippers. Brute strength. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've seen the the giant bencher. Kirill. Uh, uh, Kirill. Yeah, I've seen his uh, gripper work, and it's just phenomenal. And it's just crazy strength. Yeah, he said he, he used to, uh, you know, back in the prime days when he was, like, powerlifting, he would do deadlift with, like, uh, not not like a double overhand grip, but, like, on his fingertips. He would just do as many as much weight as he can, warming up. So that's how he built it up. Oh, so that's where that comes from. That's funny because I've seen a lot of grip guys start doing that monkey paw grip or whatever, where there's no no thumb, mm. just the fingers. And I was wondering who uh, who pitched that idea. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea though. That's definitely would help the fingertip support strength, and that's a huge part of the inch. I mean, obviously, it's got to be the biggest part of the inch because you see guys lift it without their thumb. Oh yeah. Yeah, if you can stop the rotation, I think wrist is a big part, no? Yeah, like, for sure. When yeah, for sure. I think it's wrist and then fingertips or finger support and wrist, I think, are the biggest parts in that. Yeah, have you gotten to get your hands on a blob or an inch or anything like that yet? No, no. no. Nothing. Yeah, like those that. are really hard to get a hold of. I have a fat grips. I don't know if that's any similar. Probably not. Fat grips are really good, man. Fat grips are one of the best. I think the best tool you can have in grip. Yeah, it's fat grips. Yeah, you can carry them with you in your bag, take them to the gym with you, whatever. Turn your, you know, gym bar into an yeah. axle. It's pretty cool. I went back when I well, I don't go to the gym anymore. It's been like three months. I went to the gym once, but you know, back when I used to go, I mean, I would just bring my fat grips and start doing my my. Uh, deadlifts and uh, it, it turned into a, a mini competition you know just a, a lot of people just want to try it you know it, it's it's a it's a cool thing you can bring that it around cool. yeah. that's awesome man have you tried uh one hand deadlifts with the fat grip yet yeah i uh i well my gym only had up to 40 kg dumbbells so i lifted the 40 kg dumbbell, dumbbell with one hand but uh it was a little bit of a thicker dumbbell handle, so. Oh, okay, so yeah. The fat grip really was opens like, up the fat grip. Yeah, it kind of. 
Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, strong. Have you tried it on an on a full length bar? The one hand deadlift, the fat grip. Oh no. Okay, so that's what we were doing uh, in Super Series. That was one of the lifts recently in the Grip Super Series. That's a challenging lift. That's really fun to practice. Uh, one hand deadlifts on a full length bar because the balance really torques your wrist a little bit because you have to balance the bar so you get that sideways motion. Uh, that seems to help a lot. A lot of guys moved up. I know that uh, one of the things Jed was talking about when he was training for the inch was doing one hand deadlifts on a two and a half inch barbell. And he would do them on the side, like a suitcase deadlift. Mm. And I could imagine that would definitely work the same, the same type of rotation as an inch. Cause you've lifted on a fat bar. You know, when you first pick it up, it rotates. And then when you get to the top, it rotates a little bit too. And that's when it can like fall out of your grip kind of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, I think that that would help with the inch, obviously, because that's the biggest part, as we talked about on the inch, is stopping that rotation. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually very interested in trying something like the inch, you know, just to feel how it is. Obviously, I'm, I'm not going to lift the inch dumbbell, but maybe a loadable inch or something just to see, just to feel how the handle is. You know? Yeah, absolutely. A wrist wrench will show you a lot about that, too. Have you used one of those? No. Nope. So that's the one that has the two uh, straps hanging off over the side. Mm. Those. Oh are... yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you have to like maintain the so the roll doesn't you know, doesn't roll out, right? Yeah, exactly. Those are pretty darn good. You can make those yourself for nothing. I mean, if you have a little piece of pipe and two straps, you just attach them, put a bar in, and lift the weight from there. Those are fantastic. Wrist wrench are huge. Yeah, if you can lift 100 pounds on a wrist wrench, you're, I guess, pretty darn elite. So it doesn't take a lot of weight to train it either. Yeah, okay. I thought it was going to be like, you know, 150, 200 pounds, something like that, in that range. Yeah, no, 100 pounds on a wrist wrench, you're probably lifting an inch dumbbell. No. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, my I'm... buddy... My buddy What's Mike... Your... Uh, First time he lifted our inch dumbbell, he was lifting about like 95 pounds on a, on a wrist wrench. And he just All walked right. up the inch and lifted it. No problem. Yeah. That's interesting. But doesn't the rolling handle do similar things or not? Yeah. The roller definitely does. Um, it doesn't torque the wrist as much, you know, because it rolls. So your hand can kind of go straight up the wrist wrench. It torques the wrist a little bit. So it has that kind of, mm -hmm that rotational torque a little bit, but I mean, a rolling handle will definitely get you up there too. For sure. Yeah. Uh, what rolling handle are you using now? Uh, you know, I got it for my birthday. Uh, it's a, just one from strength shop. It's, okay. uh, it's like, uh, I believe it's 60 millimeters in diameter. Oh, that's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. So that's about the size of the, uh, the rolling thunder then. Uh, yeah, I think it's thicker. Is it thicker than the Rolling Thunder? Okay. Yeah, I think that the Rolling Thunder is like 50 or 55, I think. I'm not it's sure. probably 55. That sounds about right. About 55, yeah. The 60s are like the bear one from Russia. That's a 60, and there's a couple other ones. Yeah, that's a cool, cool handle there. Yeah, but it's like uh, I've seen some handles like the RGT, you know, from Juju Mufu. Yeah. I mean, that thing just... You know, just you, you, you spin it like that and just spin, 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 spin. 
This one yes, is, that has bearings on it. Much, yeah, this one's it doesn't it, it spins of course, but it's, it's not as much, not as much. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the how fast they spin and the texture of it. If they have a slick texture, it makes them harder, for sure. Yeah. I have one that just has a really slick plastic texture on it, and it's a tough one. And that's the one I'm working with now. It's the same size as the Rolling Thunder. It's just a slicker. All right. Where where'd you buy it from? Uh, well, it's just a Titan roller, which is a two-inch mm -hmm. roller, and then I got a piece of two-inch PVC and cut that and glued it over the end, uh -huh. or glued it over the the drum because um, I had two of the Titan rollers and I thought I was going to do a bunch of pull-ups on the rollers and I did a few and then thought, oh, I don't wanna really want to do this. So mm -hmm. <laughs> I made one of the rollers bigger and that wound up helping me out more. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, you got to have a bunch of different sizes in the rollers. I think, you know, a lot of the old time oh. grip guys will tell you, you got to train it, you know, here and here and here and here and here and here. You know, in order to really get your hands beefed up properly, so I figure it yeah, can't it can't hurt. Right now, you know, I I have everything you know in one size, you know, just and like the basic setup. But yeah. I, I, you know, in time, I'm probably gonna get a garage or something. You know, just make makes make a mini gym, so to say, like Raspberry Ape. Uh, I posted a picture yesterday, a Raspberry Ape's gym that. Yeah, that's just crazy. Isn't it? The stuff he has on his wall. I always look yeah, at the wall in the background and just try to find yeah. things I've never heard of before. I'm like, what is that? Yeah, I, I was looking for a sign wider. I, I, th I thought, you know, I'm going to have something that he doesn't. No, he has he has the side winder. He has the like grip twister. It's like the other product from the same company. He has everything, man. He has oh, a, of course he, he does. Yep, Sidewinder, Sidewinder Pro. He has all of the stuff. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. He's a he's a darn good gripster, though. He's, I think, believe certified red nail. Um, he's done some monstrous grip feats, especially considering that's just secondary to him. He doesn't really care that much about it. You know, he's a grappler first. So it's cool that just as a side thing, he's still hitting huge numbers and getting rip feats that you know are certifiable it's crazy yeah um i saw you did a an interview with him so i'm gonna have to watch that after this yeah it was uh we talked a lot about martial arts and and uh grappling i've been in martial arts since i was a little kid um and i definitely got into grip for that reason because uh, as soon as you get into grappling you start hanging on to geese your fingers get torqued all different ways and you realize oh man my hands are sore you know, before I even start my next match, you got to do something about that. Um, yeah. But definitely I've gained a lot of grip power. The grip endurance is tough. As you said earlier, you know, you do a few things with grip and your hands are toasted. Oh, yeah. It's next, like afterwards, you don't feel it. But the morning you wake up, oh, man, it, it hits you like a truck, you know. Great. absolutely sometimes i'll wake up and my hands will be like this and i'll have to take the other hand and actually like push oh, it open man. you ever deal with that uh yesterday i did like uh you know like my finisher i guess i did a uh in a push-up position i was like this you know with my fingers just okay my yeah and i i was really squeezing my fingers and and like right after i was like it's just crazy feeling uh that's rough. Yeah. Do you do a lot of extensioner work? 
Oh, actually, uh, for Christmas. So I got these. I got no security. I got a bunch of like resistance bands, right? Uh huh. And they came with. They came with like these bands, right? Yes. Those are great. Yeah. I got a bunch. Yeah. I use them. Yeah, I was uh, I wasn't using them for the longest time. Oh yeah, like I started a group, well, yeah, in 2019 around that, and uh, I started using them. Like, I started doing extensor work like a month ago. So, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't using the extensors for years, and uh, they make a huge difference. My gripper strength jumped up probably 10, 15 pounds after I started using the extensors for a few months. I was probably closing like a 135 gripper for quite a while, and then I finally got up to closing a number three after doing a decent amount of extensor work, I can still only close the number three on a really good day. Um, I want to get this year. I want to get to the point where I can close the three anytime. Like I could wake up at three in the morning, roll out mm-hmm. of bed and close the three. Yeah. So that would be cool. Make the three like yeah. a toy. Yeah. I feel like, like after the, when you can do that, yeah, you're set. You're pretty much set. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's something you never want to lose. Is I feel like the three is similar to an inch dumbbell. If you have big hands, you want to be able to lift an inch and never lose that. You want to be able to do that forever. If uh, if you can close the three, that's something you want to be able to do forever, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's definitely uh, on the list. It's, it's, a, it's crazy conditioning to get there, though. You know? It's not just like hand strength. I mean, it's your palm toughness, too. That is just brute. The bru- the the grippers will bruise the palms, bending will bruise the palms, and that stuff you know you have to deal with in order to get your hands strong enough to push through it. I think that's mm-hmm. the like harder grip stuff, and the softer grip stuff is sort of like pinch and axle. It doesn't really hurt your hands as much. Oh yeah, it's just like yeah, those those things tire your hands out. But for me, like when I do grippers, sorry, when I do grippers. Uh, for some reason, my my ring finger on my left hand, uh, like around the around the connection of the third and second padding, it starts to hurt. For some yep. reason, I'm not. I don't. Yeah, know I get that too. Hand. I get that with my middle finger on my right hand sometimes, and middle finger or ring finger on my right hand, where it feels like it's pulling for the day or something like that. It just feels awkward. It's awkward to close afterward. Yeah, it's just so much torque ripping the hand open it's crazy yeah thank god i, I learned how to set uh i watched the juju move video uh, with uh, jed johnson and i know oh, right on perfect changer, yeah. yeah perfect you really need to find a good how to set a gripper video i learned from the um the paul knight video so if you google searched how to set a gripper paul knight you'd find that one that was a classic one. Oh yeah paul and knight I, I think yeah i know him. i think okay yeah yeah he was closing monster grippers like 10 years ago. Yep. So he was one of the ones I sort of followed when I was uh, moving up in grippers. I, I got my first gripper in 99. And I didn't close um, anything like respectable, like a two and a half until uh, probably like 2012-ish. And then was, it was that another... like constant, constant gripping or? No, or I just it... had them in my backpack when I was at college. 
So mm-hmm. like I would do them after classes sometimes or just do them at night or here or there. And I took probably a couple of years off in between. Um, but no, it wasn't constant. It was very, very little grip work to tell you the truth. Um, it was just, I didn't have a gym, didn't have something to do. So I would just play with them now and then. And it was nothing else, just grippers. Mm. So I felt pretty good that I moved up to a two and a half by not doing anything else. Uh, but uh, still the two and a half to the three is a big jump. And uh, I just didn't want to push that hard to actually mm. try to close a three. It's just insanely tough. You know, the, the torque and the force, I think that doing other grip work helps you out more with grippers than just doing gripper work. But that's only been for me. Who knows? I mean, kind of a similar story, I guess. Uh, Luke Raymond, uh, Jed Johnson's uh, friend, yeah. uh, he he was like a at once uh, Jed student, and Jed told Jed said that he gave him like a a trainer, I believe, or a, a one or something like that, and he just clicked, uh, you know, kept closing it, closing it, getting better at the, the technique. And finally, when he came back after like a few months, I believe, or a year or something, uh, he closed on 2.5, like instantly, oh, without wow. even having any progressions. He was just practicing with the one or trainer or whatever. That is crazy to go from that to a 2.5. That's awesome. Yeah, that's what I've been trying to do this past year is just use other grip stuff to improve on grippers. It's helped a little bit, but I think my progress is slow. Everybody, you know, it's just everybody's different. Everybody takes how much time they take to move up. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, so you, you've made a decent amount of progress. You started at under 100 kilos and you're deadlifting 160 now. And you did well, that in over, yeah. about two yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's, big progress in two uh, years. Yeah, like right now, I, um, yeah, right now I'm just chilling, I, I guess. I, I really believe that uh i i need to build my foundation better as in yeah. um, i need to actually you know work on the volume and then once i build up that toughness and everything then i can move on to progressing further with the weights that's my goal right now i think that's really smart i think that's the way to do it if you just try to push yourself towards heavy weights or push yourself towards heavy grip stuff without having a good foundation you're going to hurt yourself and we've seen a few guys do that you know, um, yeah, if you like the climbing guys that don't have a background in weightlifting that go into grip, that's a, you know, that's tough because if you haven't lifted good weight, you can hurt yourself pretty easy doing it. Well, I mean, rock climbing is like high volume finger training in itself. Yeah. So carries over weight. Yeah. It carries over quick to the grip, but the rest of the body isn't oh, there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. As you yeah, said, exactly. yeah. yeah. So those guys have to spend a decent amount of time getting that foundation and getting the, the entire body stronger. Oh yeah, absolutely. So um, what's your biggest blunder or uh, injury that you've had so far training? Well, I did this finger, man. I, yeah. Back in September, I'm not sure what caused it. I mean, I slipped off a stair once and I landed on my, my palms, but I guess that that might be the reason, but, it just didn't heal since then, and it's like it's it's fine. No, I I wasn't able I was able to bend it like this. Now I'm like you know, I'm bending it. It doesn't hurt, but it it hurts like when I do specific movements. Like the hub hurt. Like it's not just soreness or whatever, but it actually like, 
that finger really hurts when I hug. So I don't do it anymore. Grippers also hurt. That's why I'm not okay. doing them anymore. So, but like thick bar, pinch, it, it's fine. That'll bounce back. <laughs> I, I hope so, man. Like it's been, yeah, since September, man. Like it's getting better, I guess, but it just doesn't go away. So, so um, have you looked into eventually doing grip contest, or do you plan on uh, eventually moving in that route? I mean, I may be down, but I mean, there, there's not much going on here. Like, I'm yeah. not gonna lie. I've seen one guy uh, from Lithuania. He's not from my city, but uh, I don't know if you know him. It's uh, Thomas Mierzliskis, Tomekas underscore IG. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, he, he's from Lithuania. He he does, like, really impressive feats. Like, he lifted 80 kg on a rolling handle and uh, oh, that's good. a bunch of other stuff. A bunch of other stuff. Like, yeah, you should check him out, I think. He's also from, as I said, Lithuania, but from, uh, yeah, a different city. So, cool. That's awesome. So the grip scene over there is fairly small, you'd like, say? Oh, yeah. Like, in my gym, like, I, I go to a gym where, like, there are a lot of, like, like actual athletes. Well, they're not, like, world-class or national-class, but, like, they train seriously, but even even they don't really focus on grip that much. Okay. And I haven't really found many enthusiasts, I guess, like I am. Yeah. 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 We ran into the same situation here. A lot of power lifters, a lot of strong men that they'll want to dabble and grip a little bit to help them with, you know, not dropping the bar and strong men or powerlifting or whatever, but they don't want to, you know, make grip their entire focus. Um, but we also get these obstacle course guys, like the guys that do uh, ninja warrior and that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Those guys that run and swing. Oh, yeah, different yeah. Obstacles. Okay. So a lot of those guys are pretty good at grip. Oh yeah, okay. yeah we got. Do you know uh, Anton Fomenko? No, I don't. Yeah, uh, that's the guy I watch. You know, he's a pro yeah. ninja warrior, and he does. Okay. Yeah, he's yeah doing crazy stuff. Yeah, we we had a couple of our uh, ninja warriors that went on to like nationals, or a couple of them we even went on to the world championship that train in our area, we had them try out grip and man, a couple of them can do some crazy stuff, especially on like vertical bars because they all, they're always hanging from those vertical bars. We found a guy that's like 160 pounds who lifts over 200 pounds on a vertical bar. So, I mean, it's pretty wild. It's cool. Yeah. Like I wonder who is, who's like the better gripster, you know, a rock climber or a ninja warrior because they, they both have to be light. They both like yep. mainly focus on calisthenics, and but you know, it's interesting. Yeah, it is absolutely. Uh, we met a speed climber once too, and he came over and he was like a, I don't know, 140 pound dude, little guy. Um, he hubbed 245s like it was nothing. You know, like like it was so easy to him, he didn't understand why we thought it was impressive. Like that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. You're just like, come on, man, this is crazy <laughs> what you're doing. Yeah, it's like you worked all your life to do this, and some guy just comes in and yeah. Yeah, well, he was from Hawaii. They have a lot of rocks there. I figure, you know, it's probably his thing. <laughs> the yeah. Australians are the same way. The whole country is just big rocks, so you know, tons of climbing to do there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
So um, where do you see grip going in Lithuania? Do you plan on hosting any contest or uh, trying to make the scene any bigger over there? Um, I mean, maybe yeah. not now, but you yeah. know, I need to reach, I, I believe I need to focus on myself right now, but, yep. uh, I, hopefully, hopefully it's going to get bigger. Um, I mean, Larry wheels, I think, uh, well, I don't know how popular he is in Lithuania, but, uh, Larry wheels is really popularizing grip and arm wrestling, Juju Mufa as well. So maybe it's going to reach uh, Lithuania. Maybe we're going to start doing grip. You know? Yeah, that'd be great to see. Yeah, I think uh, Juju Mufu is the best thing that's happened to Griffin in a long time, oh, yeah. honestly. Oh, yeah. You know, um, I have some of their stuff, some of the Grip Genie stuff. Uh, I got one of their grippers, and I've got their their Rolling Thunder and their Hub and their Hilt. Um, their roller is really nice. Oh, yeah, it won the, the what's it called? You no, know, the Judd Johnson's tournament. Yeah, Toughest Which, Handle Tournament. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it is, it is a very tough handle for sure, but it's uh, – good texture too you know they they texturize the plastic a little bit on it and that's mm. nice it definitely has a better texture than like the the iron mind one does for sure and it feels like it's a stronger stronger bearing system or a stronger spin system i know a lot of people that use the rolling thunder for years they eventually have problems with it and i feel like the the genie roller is probably going to hang in a little better it's also got a cool looking yeah. frame yeah i heard grip genie stuff is like Top notch, yeah. Top quality. Yeah. yeah, I think everything of theirs is is really good other than their grippers. I'm going to be completely honest. Their grippers are not that good. Um, are they're... Go are they like bigger or, or no, it's smaller, I think, than like the, the width of the handles is like smaller, no? No, it's about the same. Uh, I think they might have been a little bit smaller at first, but now they seem to be about the same. Um. If they are smaller, it's a smidge. You barely notice it. It's not as small as the thinner handle, like the GNCs that I have. Um, but it's definitely a thinner handle. But they're just they're just not as good quality. The springs aren't as good. The metal aren't as good. The knurling's not as good. They're closer to like the heavy grips than they are Captains of Crush. So I don't Captains think of they Crush is like uh, the golden standard for you, right? Yeah, yeah. Captains of Crush are pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, um, I think that the GHPs might be a tiny bit better, but it doesn't really make much of a difference. Yep. Have you the, tried the, uh, like, or Ivanko mainly, you know, the, the spring adjustable gripper? Yeah, the super gripper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I have a knockoff one of those. I, I like yeah, it. Are they legit? Like, is it worth replacing it with, uh, like, what's better, having the set of, you know, COCs or, or just that one? It depends on what you're going for. I think the Ivanko doesn't train for closing a gripper. It trains for overall hand strength. It's more like a grip machine. The motion is like straight back as opposed mm. to it being like a gripper. So, of course, with the gripper, you know, it sits. The motion's not straight. You know, it's kind of yeah. upward. Um, it comes back this way. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that uh, it's it's perfect for closing a gripper, but it's definitely going to make your hand strength stronger. I mean, some of the strongest gripper closers out there use grip machines like Nathan Hold does, I don't know, 200 kilos with one hand on a grip machine or some crazy number, 170 at least. Um, so I think that it, it definitely helps with your overall closing, but it may not help 
very specific gripper training. If you're training to try to get like a very specific couple millimeters on the end of a specific gripper, then probably using that gripper or using a little heavier gripper is probably going to be what's going to get you there. But I think overall hand strength is going to make a huge difference. I plan on being on the grip machine a decent amount more this year. Um, and I'm hoping that'll get me closing the three regularly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that the the Barbaran adjustable is really good, though, for grippers. Have you seen the the Robert Barbaran gri- adjustables? It's the one that looks like a gripper, but then it's got the two tower springs that stick up and you move the spring up and down. No, no, I don't think I've seen it. Nope. Well, I'm going to pull it up for you and show you real quick right now. All right. Is it, like, more expensive than the Ivanko? Yeah. For sure. You can get a, you can get the knockoff Ivanko. Like if you get not the main brand, but just a knockoff, like cheap one, um, you can get one for, I don't know, about $50 us, maybe less online on like but eBay. Like I think Ivanko is like similar price. At least it used to be, I think it was is like it? 50 bucks also. I think so. Okay. Then maybe I paid a little less. Maybe I paid more like 30 for the uh, off brand one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, here's a picture of how that one works. You see that okay? Oh, I can I can just see the whole flashbang, you know. That's horrible. Oh, uh, you can just type it in chat. I'm going to look it up. Okay. There you go. Oh, I can yeah, I can see it. I can see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I've seen I've seen I've seen I've seen this definitely before. Okay. Yeah, so I've that's the it. they call it the RB adjustable or the Robert Barbaran adjustable. But that's uh, a lot more closer to the shape of a gripper, for sure. It's just yeah. a gripper with a movable spring. Um, it feels different because um, every time you close it, it's going to feel the same, just harder. So whereas with grippers, like you, you'll find a gripper that's really tough to close at the very beginning, like right here is super tough. And you'll find some mm-hmm. grippers where it's real easy and then it gets real tough right here. and you just can't get that last little bit. It's weird. Some grippers are harder in different ranges they're harder in the sweep or harder in the crush or harder here or there um you won't get that with the barbaran because the spring it's one spring it's always going to open the same i think that's so. nice to have a you know cons constant you know practicing the same motion except you know making it harder i think it feels really good for training for sure it feels really good for training but sometimes then you'll you know go off of that and grab a gripper and go oh this is really hard at this part that's weird so oh yeah I think each gripper is kind of unique in that way. Yeah, I think grip is all about just just doing as much as you can. It's not like, you know, with strength training, you can get away with doing a few exercises. I believe grip is like doing as many as possible because there's so many like different weak spots you can have. It's, it's crazy. Absolutely. The One of the guys we talked to not too long ago, Dali Zhang. You'll find his chat when you go on our page. Uh, that's what he talked about doing two a days, doing every different type of thickness he could do, just mixing it up, constantly changing it. Um, he's part of the reason why I'm doing the 100 days of grip medley and cha- doing a different max every single day because mm. uh, he just said change it up more. Yeah, I, I believe in that too. Right now I'm training uh, grip uh, six days a week and every day I'm doing like, uh, well, I'm using like six implements and I, I do two a day. So it kind of ends up being like twice a week on each nice. implement. And uh, yeah, I, if I, 
yeah, yeah, it's as many as I can, you know. I try to vary it, everything, yeah. Nice. Have you built any grip implements? Well, my, my most of my grip implements are homemade. Okay, uh, so you have I built a few of them. Yeah, so I have the Sidewinder bot, the rolling handle bot, and the rest is just homemade. Yeah. Okay, cool. What's your coolest homemade stuff? How'd you build that? Uh, mostly my dad built, built most of them, but I guess the coolest one is like, well, the easy, easiest one to make was the ball. All, all we had to do was like uh, grind off the edges a little bit. And it, it, it was like a, a ball and there was this like handle, I guess. So we just cut off the handle, shaved the edges a little bit so the carabiner fit. And I mean, that was easiest, but the coolest... I don't know. I'm still gonna go with a pipe. I mean, it's, it was also extremely easy to make. All you have to do is just weld weld a ring to it. You know? But it, it it works the best for me. I know it's the coolest for me. You know. That's cool, man. Absolutely. Yeah, I know a bunch of people that made their own axle, and I think that's so cool. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I did. We did a couple of the ball things too. We just uh, I just drilled a hole through a baseball, or drilled a hole through a softball. You know. And then put an eye bolt in it. Boom. I had some ball shaped things to lift with. Um, yeah. When I first started, that's what most of our stuff was. We would cut a little cut a piece of wood. That's maybe a, a you know, four inch by four inch. We cut it. And then, so I guess that's like a, like a hundred centimeter by a hundred centimeter piece of wood. We'd cut mm. that and then make it about this thick and then use that for key pinch and just drill a hole and attach a carabiner and just, pick up weight with just a you know a little piece of wood or whatever we could use so yeah it started out like that for sure it's you can make a lot of stuff in grip it's just something you squeeze that you pick up weights with yeah but with wooden tools you know when you're making them you got to make sure you you um what's it called in english just you know grind grind them off so like you don't get splintered yeah you got to sand it down yeah that's the word sand it down yeah for sure absolutely Cause it's very easy to cut up your hands doing that. Or uh, even some of the metal, you got to file that stuff down, make it nice and smooth. But um, yeah, we like to rust too, though. You know, we live where it rains. So we leave all our, we sand everything, all the paint off all the metal and let it sit and rust as much as possible. Rust helps a lot in grip. <laughs> oh yeah. My hubs are rusted. If, if they were like smooth, I, I probably just, wouldn't able to lift anything with them. Exactly. That's how the grip genie hub is. It's smooth and I'm, ah, it's tough. (laughs) So they had everybody lifting with a doorknob style on the hub this time, instead of a a regular hub. Did you see that? The doorknob lift. That was pretty wild. Uh, uh, Like what, what contest like Jed Johnson's or Uh, it was in um, super series. Oh, is it, is it on YouTube? Uh, Yeah, it should be. Okay. Yeah, it's like I'm gonna have to, yeah. instead of hubbing like this. Yeah, we were hubbing like this. Man, that that seems weird. It was, it was different. Some it's of like the uh, was that? It's like you're in a more. It's like you're in a more advantageous position. I feel, but you're not using two fingers. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And those two fingers are extremely important in grip, especially in closing grippers. So that was definitely a, an interesting one. Um, I feel like some of the grip, 
some of the grip genie lifts um i think they're trying to attract people from other sports to come into grip because if you make them too grip specific then the power lifters and strong man will hate the gripsters they'll just come in and they'll say ah oh, this is ridiculous why are you lifting it with just your pinky finger or whatever and mm-hmm. that's how gripsters train you know so i think that it helped uh, bring more people into grip i think we got more people in the sport now from that and i think that's cool no that's cool but i feel like you know grip training should be like taking something and making it as hard as possible that yeah. that's how i feel i don't know i agree 100% i absolutely agree that you should try to make it as difficult as you possibly can that it should be the implement should be fighting you not helping you but yeah that's you the know, not not thing. everybody feels that way <laughs> You know, we get a decent amount of guys that want to lift a big number, you know. So um, I don't care if I'm lifting a big number as long as I'm getting a good workout. But I, I understand why for shows and for stages, you want to have big lifts up there for people to see. Oh, yeah. Just like, I mean, strongman. Uh, Arnold Classic focuses yep. mostly on, on the weights. And like yeah, these exactly. big, big, you know, sh- the show, show like, Just like the corner wheel, the huge implement, you know, just, yeah, you got to bring in people, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to actually be talking to, um, we're hoping to talk to Ricardo later this month or uh, next month about the um, Arnold classic grip contest that's coming up um, because they're doing it bigger than they ever have before for grip. They have a separate stage just for grip and uh, the lifts that they chose to put on that stage are the big weight lifts. They're like the axle and the Saxon bar. And the lifts that, you know, get attention, they're exciting. I think those are, I think it's important that we have those lifts showcased for sure and grip, um, especially axle deadlift. It's huge. It's a big bar. It looks exciting. You know, it's a lot of weight. Um, but yeah, there's obviously other stuff that's more hand specific. Like you don't have to lift a lot of weight. You just have to have super strong hands um, that you might consider more grip than say an axle lift, but it's not going to get the attention. It's not going to get people excited, you know? I feel like uh, legacy lifting, well, I, I call it legacy lifting, uh, something like, you know, Odd Hagen did 70 mm-hmm. reps on the inch dumbbell. Oh, in, that was crazy. Like, it's like 70th birthday or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. Things like that, you know, just making making grip look interesting, not just, you know, picking things up and putting them down. Yeah, even that 70, that 70 lifts on that inch dumbbell, man, that looks so cool on TV. But then if you go and touch an inch dumbbell, it just becomes mind-boggling. Yeah. You just can't believe what he accomplished at that age. You know, once you put your hands on an inch and realize how hard it is to actually lift. I mean, we all saw that uh the very first time Mark Henry tried to lift when he couldn't do it, he had to come back a year later and do it. Hmm. So to see Ode just at his age do it that many times is incredible. Oh yeah, Ode is Ode is uh, like I I don't know how I forgot to mention, but yeah, he's a huge inspiration. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we would we want to get a chance to meet him sometime. He's only a couple states away from us, so it would be it'd be cool to get down there and meet him for sure. Yeah, he's one of the ones on my list. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully you get you know the big guests. You know? Martin's Lisi is also Odd Hagen's like student. 
also just tremendous grip. Yep. Oh, yeah. He won first place at the first half of Super Series. He entered just on a whim. And for the first half of it, he was in first place. Nice. I'm going to have to watch. Is a monster, man. He's one of the biggest reasons why I think that uh, that Luke Stoltman's not going to just win every year now. You know, I thought once he gets up to the top, he may win for four or five years because he's just so big and so dominant. But uh, I think Martins could come back and shake things up a little bit. Yeah, I think I think he won a show recently. Like he made his comeback after an injury. Yeah, he did the he rogue. Uh, yeah, yeah, the rogue grip competition or whatever, the rogue invitational. Yeah, he came back and did that, and he did pretty well. So that was awesome. Yeah, that guy's uh, celebrated a little bit here in America. We have commercials with him and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's maybe cool. he has a gym now. Yeah, a gym now. that's cool. Yeah, I didn't know too much about him having a gym now. I knew he was training with Ode for the longest time down in California. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, training hall. Yeah, at the training hall, exactly. So, um, let's see. I think I think that's pretty much what we had to chat about. Do you have any questions for us or anything else you want to tell people before we let you go? No, no. I just, one question. I mean, how, how did you come up with the potato? You know? Well, it I just grows just- in our garden. You know, they just grow out there. Like as long as people are around gripping a whole lot, they just grow out there. No, yeah, we just wanted amazing. we wanted something fun that was different, that had a different uh, a whole different grip to it, which it does. It's like a thumb smash on one side and a fingertip purchase on the other. Oh, yeah. So it's I like saw your a guide video. Yeah, yeah exactly. So it's tough. I mean, the purchase is tiny. You know, it's only. You only get this much of your fingertips on mm. it, which is nothing. And then this side, if you have small hands, it helps. So you'll actually love the potato because I only have seven and a half inch hands and my thumb goes right up to the top right there. If your hand's too big, then you have to do like a funky crimp grip where you have this oh, yeah. gap here and it becomes tougher. The guy that actually has the, the heaviest golden potato lift only has seven and a half inch hands or right around seven and a half inch hands. Um, that's Joel yeah. Dirks. Joel Dirks is ridiculous if you don't follow him, by the way. He has seven and a half inch hands and he can pick up a blob and throw it from hand to hand, pick up an inch like it's nothing, close a number three with no set. Like he's, his hands are unbelievably strong for the size. Like he's probably got some of the strongest sub seven and a half or seven and a half or smaller hands in the world, I'd say. So, but he's, is he like overall a big guy or? Yeah, he's huge. Yeah, he's a big monster. For sure. He comes from strong man and he's, he's big, you know, 800 pound lifter type of guy, but it's just cool to see that he can do what he can do with his hands at that size, you know, that hand size. But yeah, the the potato we thought would just uh, put a smile on people's faces during the pandemic was the biggest thing. Yeah, We just wanted people to have something fun um, to do that was different, that would make them happy. And also that would get us into some sort of sport. It it was uh, partly to motivate us to, to motivate ourselves um because it takes me a lot to get fired up so for me to get into grip i had to kind of be a part of it or a part of the community so i had to make a tool make a website and get a bunch of leaderboards and get people excited and post some contests and then that got me more excited about it and got me into the gym more oh yeah it's really interesting and i, and I believe at least from what i saw you know, obviously never tried it but from what i saw it, i think it's a really really useful you know lift that i think is neglected 
Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. The fingertips are most people that really love it are are climbers, of course, because they're already doing this type of stuff. Um, But yeah, in grip, your fingertips are definitely neglected quite a bit. The only time we really use them is pinch. We don't do a lot of support stuff with them. Um, The tips tester is one where they do a little support stuff. Um, If you've seen that one, that's uh, by barrel strength systems. It's like a, like an axle that has a ridge right in the middle where you hang the weight from that. So you can't close your hand around it. You wind up closing your hand only about like that. Mm. And it pulls all the weight on your fingertips and your thumb tip. So I think that um, it's mostly climbers that have focused on that fingertip strength. And obviously there's several climbers that have world records in grip. Joe Hodgson, Ease Gravel, Tanner Merkel, all climbers, all world record holders in in grip. So there's, you know, I think that we'll see more climbing training in grip. And I think we'll see more arm wrestling training in grip in the next uh, 10 years yeah. as we move along for sure. Because uh, I believe, uh, I believe one thing that's underrated and I mean, I personally can't do such feeds, but I, I believe uh, one of the best ways to uh, train your grip is like doing pull-ups you know, with yep. different, you know, different implements. I agree hundred yeah. uh, percent. We watch uh, Yvonne Shook. Um, he's like the 19 year old that's closing the number four gripper right now. Um, he's super crazy strong, but if you see, he's almost always doing either grippers or pull-ups on fat grips or pull-ups on different types of grips. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I agree. And dead hangs and arm hangs, anything where you're just putting a lot of weight on the fingers that helps. Yeah, I believe. Uh, yeah, to me, if I if I could only do one exercise, it'd be the pull up. Like, sure. There you go. That's good advice, right there. Yeah. All righty. Well, if there's nothing else we have to chat about, um, I hope you have a good day then, and I appreciate you joining yeah, us. Too. All right. What? Uh, can't wait to see you go for a golden potato lift for sure. Oh, so, man. As soon as I get it, I'm going to go nuts, man. doesn't matter if it's 6 a.m., 6 p.m., whatever it is, man. I'm going to go down to the basement. I'm going to film it, you know? Cool. Well, awesome. We'll get a set out to you soon, and uh, we're looking forward to that. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Cool. Thanks, Thanks for, for chatting me. with us. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Take care.